0: Hi, this is Mish Hancock and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today my guest is Brandon McCrary. Brandon has worked for St. Louis County Police Department for seven years in the city of Jennings as a community-minded officer. Hi, Brandon.
1: Hey, Mish. How you doing?
0: I am so excited to talk to you. Um, I mean, Last year, all the tumultuous everything going on—it's got to be a difficult gig to be a police officer right now.
1: Yeah, it is a difficult gig, but someone has to do it, right? Well, so
0: yeah, but I mean, what what is it like? I mean, so first of all, I love that you're the neighborhood police officer, right? That's what you're doing right now—you're neighborhood yeah. police officer for the the—is um, it the school, right?
1: So I'm the neighborhood police officer in the city of Jennings. I used to be the school resource officer for yeah, Jennings High School. Too. Yeah.
0: Okay. But you take that uh, concept of neighborhood very seriously.
1: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because.
0: Part of the community.
1: Definitely. Because I am part of the community because I grew up in a similar area. Um, I, I know those issues, those, um, to bridge, that gap, because that's what we need. We need. Our communities to use the police correctly, and police needs to correctly police our community.
0: So, what does that mean? That that's a lot to unload, and I'd love to know more. People using it correctly, and then the police doing the same. Talk to that.
1: So, using it correctly. So, community using police correctly. It's not always just calling them on one when shots are being fired or uh, a crime's occurring, but calling your neighborhood police officer before there's an issue. Telling telling us, hey, they're speeding in on on this in this area at this time, or there's suspicious people walking in my neighborhood at three in the morning, checking cars, checking unlocked vehicles. That that is how we can um, solve crime before crime happens. And then also working together, um, loving criminals before they do a crime. That's why we do mentorship programs to. To link kids with police officers before they meet them in a, a bad situation.
0: Got, yeah. Well, let me ask about that. As a downtown citizen, um, I mean, I will see it sometimes. I'll look outside and I'll see some kids running up and down the street checking cars, but it's not, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure the police couldn't get here in time just to <laughs> see these kids checking cars, but, and it's not like something they do. Like it's the same group of kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so what do, what does a person like me do in that case?
1: So yeah, you can describe those those individuals. So those officers know of those individuals. So then, if a crime does occur, like a car is broken to, a gun stolen, um, they know what what area kids are doing these type of crimes.
0: So I really should I should make I should just make the calls.
1: When yeah, definitely make the make the calls. All information is useful. And one thing I noticed that a lot of my members of community think that if they tell them that information, we're gonna arrest them. Only way we're we gonna arrest them if there's probable cause for a crime. Mm-hmm. So don't think that we're just gonna arrest these kids for no reason.
0: Well, no, and, and and I think just maybe, you know, kind of that, hey, people are kind of watching, so don't do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and sometimes, that's yeah. That's- <laughs> Sometimes that call will get a police car on your street. It might have been over with, but that's an extra patrol and and then kids are like, oh, I'm not gonna do crimes on this street because neighbors are watching.
0: Right. Exactly. And I mean there are a lot of eyes on the street over here. I, I actually get a um, I think it's called it's called Lookout STL. And I actually have okay. a thing on my phone that lets me know like who's called about what. It doesn't give you a lot of details but you know, I mean, I know calls are going on around us. Yeah. With you with what you're doing. I mean, you really take part in your neighborhood. You do a lot more than you go outside of the the I mean, let me put it this way. I wish more police officers would would check out what you're doing and do what you're doing cuz you are like helping your community in other ways.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's deeper than just policing. My my day to day job is to uh, report report crime, uh, you know, enforce crime. But but we had to take on a a bigger role as a as a as a leader, as a mentor, to really make that lasting change. Uh, because I do feel like there's some community members that that didn't grow up with a male role model. You know, they don't know they don't know what. They know what right or wrong is, but they don't know how to get to um, a path of meaningful relationships with, with police, meaningful relationships in their community.
0: So, and, I mean, you do fundraising and such. I mean, you do talk to all the things that you do.
1: Oh, OK. So, so some of the things I do, uh, I told you about the mentorship program, Careers and Pathways to Law Enforcement is a mentorship program for high school kids who, who want to be law enforcement, wants, wants to be military, or or maybe just don't know what they want to be. And we do, we go camping with them. Or well, Since COVID-19 happened, that made it hard. So now we do mostly Zoom like we're doing now. And uh, the next meeting is February 22nd and is about hashtag relationship goals. We're talking about toxic relationships, domestic violence. And because, because when we mentor and I want to, teach them about the pitfalls of life. I'm seeing a lot of people who try to be the police, but had stuff on their backgrounds like domestic violent things and couldn't be police, but they could have been great police officers, but they had that on their background. Got yeah, yeah. And then I also, we also have a boxing program in Jennings where we teach kids boxing, um, get kids off the street from six to 16. And we train them, teach them discipline, teach them uh, responsibility. And then we also have a thing called the Silver Ball, where we do a prom with all the senior citizens. So they oh, so they uh, they get to the, they get to the dance and, and meet other senior citizens. We had to cancel it 2020 because of COVID. But right. I'm excited when when that when, when we can do that again. And then uh, we have the Blake Snyder coat giveaway. I'm wearing a Blake Snyder shirt right now. He's an officer who died in Afton. And we do a coat giveaway. This was the first one we did this year, but it's, we we do it because some kids can't afford a coat, and I see them. Right. In Jenny's, we don't have a bus system, so all the kids walk to school. So I see kids walk to school, and and I, I don't want them to be ashamed of walking to school. So I want to give them a coat so they can be happy and warm and know that no they're no
0: loved. Kidding! It's yeah. I mean, right now at the. The time of the recording of this podcast, we have by one degree. It actually, sorry, it said negative zero, which I didn't understand the negative next to the zero. But I was like, still bad. Whatever it is, there's a zero there. <laughs> this is yeah. oh my gosh, cold. And I hate the cold. Oh my gosh, me too. I have such an issue. I've got heaters surrounding <laughs> me wherever I go in the in my loft right now. But um, you know let's talk to that because as a downtown resident, and I'm sure you see this in your community, what is the best thing to do when you see a homeless person? You know, I see people all the time that are, you know, they're standing in the corner. Like, do I give them money? Do I give them food? I mean, I will usually keep $1 and $5 bills in my car to give Mm -hmm. to them. Is that the proper thing to do? Or do you have another thought on that?
1: So, so, I'm big on homeless outreach and, uh, sometimes the reason they're homeless is for mental illness with mental illness or uh, substance abuse issue are, are dual issues. So the best thing to do is not give them cash because they all have resources. They, most, most people, if they're homeless for, for a certain amount of time, know all the resources. So if you give them cash, they might be using that to, uh, to, uh, supply their uh habit their their habit. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I would strongly you can give them food. You can give them give them things like like something to warm them up with, like a coat. They're not wearing a coat. But uh, there's resources that they know of that that cash would not would not help them.
0: Gotcha. So I and I went to cash because I was giving them um, trail mix and someone someone said oh don't give them trail mix because a lot of them have really bad teeth and it's really hard I'm like, okay i didn't think about but that i can't, well. like have peanut butter sandwiches in my car all the time so she's yeah. like what your... yeah
1: that's a good with one. A
0: solution but that's good to know because you really don't know you just yeah. never know i mean you want to help but you're like what is the best way to help i don't want to i w- don't want to do anything that's going to create more harm
1: and I, i'll email you uh some, some warming shelters for the homeless too after this, after this uh, podcast for you to share to your fans, that because awesome. you probably all know uh, a neighbor or, or a friend or our family member that's, that's underhoused. You know?
0: It is tough. And it's such a t- so we're in this time where everything just feels like I don't even know what to think anymore. You know? Um, in fact, it, I mean, I just feel like I don't even know what to say. I don't know if I'm saying the right thing or being the right way. And I'm definitely not a person that thinks I have to side with just the side because that's the side I'm going to be on. I'm, I'm more focused on the people and what they're doing. I can't, I just, I really feel for the police department because, you know, it's, I'm sure that you've got people that just think the entire police department is just filled with horrible, awful individuals. How yeah. are you guys coping with all of that and that, that feeling that people have out there?
1: It's hard because to be prejudged, right? Um, and you got into this field to help people. But um, what, we, what we need more of in this, in this world is what you're doing right now. We need we need meaningful conversations because a lot of the stuff that we're pointing fingers at is ignorance, and ignorance can be solved by educating. So, only way we can educate is listen to their side and also listen to our side because there is issues with police. I mean, they're they're, they're in hi- historically it, we were used to uh, to uh, fight you know that that racial divide. So, but listen to what we're doing now where we're here to help you guys because you don't want the bullies of our community bullying us. When I say bullies is people who doing crime and most people who do crime in a particular city don't live in that city. They go to that city to do crime there and then, and then go. Yeah. So know, it's in Jennings, we just put some barricades to section ourselves out because a lot of times people go shoot, or rob somebody and then go back to where they live because criminals believe don't do crime where they live.
0: I did not know that. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Um, And then what do you do with, you know, I, so something that I read recently and it, it, I was like, wow, that is so true is they're like, you know, sometimes police officers are being called to something that it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it has to do with someone's um, mental health. That's and true. You guys aren't exactly trained in oh, this person has this disorder. So da 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 So how do we bridge that gap when you're being called into a situation that is not something that you are trained for?
1: Yeah, th- those those are hard. You gotta you gotta understand the resources that you have. Most of the officers in the city of Jennings, we're critical incident team. We're part of the critical incident team, we're educated on mental illness, but we're still not psychologists, right. so we have to show up there and realize there might be some underlying issues there. So, so maybe instead of taking them to jail, maybe take them to the hospital because some of these acts are, are are happening. That's where our family comes in. We communicate with the family and they say, Oh, he's bipolar or he didn't take his medication for, for a couple weeks now, and then we have people who are assigned to that CIT unit and they can do follow-ups on them, see how they're doing, get an action plan together when they feel like they shouldn't take their meds anymore. And also just being in that area, knowing who, who has these issues. And uh, we have a, a placard program where people who have, uh, have um, mental illness can get a placard and each placard has a color and that color tells them what what issue they have. So if they're deaf or if they're or have autism different colors
0: okay well i mean that's i did not know there was such a program
1: yeah it's because in you know in st louis county police i could be working jennings this week but they could transfer me next week in west county and there's different different people in those communities but those placards will stay the same
0: gotcha okay and explain the placards where are they how do you
1: so they can put, you can put the placard, uh, the program, I don't know the exact name of the program, but, um, you can put the placard on your car or on your, on your front door. So when we go to your call, uh, when we go to the call to your house, you see that placard on that, on that front door and I already okay. know your issue.
0: Yep. Now, is there a thought of, of, you know, how people wear those medical bracelets? Mm-hmm. Is there a thought of maybe putting, using putting the placard on a bracelet kind of thing
1: yeah there's a there's a placard for autism i know there's a placard for autism um i think there's even a placard for bi, bipolar too but i i don't know it but there, the, the one for autism says autism on it
0: yeah. gotcha gotcha that okay that's really interesting i had no idea that that was something that was in place I love yeah yep. what else don't i know what else? What else hmm. do you tell people, and they go? They go. Wow, that's really interesting. I had no idea.
1: <laughs> you know, you putting me on the spot right now. Uh, we have, we and Jenny's, We have a, a citizen police academy alumni. They're basically. I don't know if you remember. I don't know how long you lived in the city. They had like block captains. So it's okay. like our version of block captains, but we take them through a, a academy, like a six week academy. Um, in the evenings, they get to know what we do and what, how how calls get dispatched. You get to see the uh, CSI lab. Uh, and then then they're a little, tra- they're a little trained to know what to, how to call the police and what to des- how to describe a suspect. And there are little block captains. And, and when we have to do fundraising, they help us with fundraising.
0: So that I think that that would be so interesting and a great education for a lot of people is how do you describe a suspect, especially yeah. in the – in this time of masks, that's got to throw a whole other deal into place for you guys.
1: It is. It, it used to be suspicious if they're wearing a mask. Right. Now it's suspicious that they're not. Oh <laughs> yeah. you know. mean,
0: yes. And so, so I mean, do you have some tips on how we should describe people?
1: It'd still be from top to bottom. So you describe from hat, what color, what color mask they're having, what color hat they have, and then what color shirt they have, and then the pants. And then the shoes, size
0: and height, weight, and then race. Gotcha. Okay. From top down. Got it. All right. Thank you. Next. When I I call, because now you've got me, I'm going to, I know, I feel like I'm being a bad citizen that I don't call when I see things out my window. I will, I'll be a better citizen. I promise, which is what we all need to be. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. It's really how I believe it. And this is how most police believe it. We're not the number one thing for your security community is us calling us using the police. We're, we're a tool. We're part of that tool.
0: Very cool. So I have some interesting questions for you.
1: Okay. I'm ready.
0: Okay. Um, So of course I stalked you a little bit, which don't arrest me for that. (laughs) But it was, you know, all in good, all, all, all good. So I want you to tell me about your daughter's Super Bowl halftime show, which (laughs) apparently you enjoyed a lot more
1: than. (laughs) Yeah, did not enjoy the weekend's halftime show. Uh, She, she, uh, she let it go. She, uh, she did the Frozen song for me, and uh, the game. It wasn't on the halftime. It was actually while the game's going on. And the game was still close. So I was like, hey, I'm trying to watch the game. I had to record it. it. (laughs) Yes,
0: I I I read a lot of people weren't really into the whole time show. So I was just like, I don't think I know what's going on, but okay. Um so you Talk about, like, I mean, you're, you're this, you're a, you've got a lot going on with Jennings. You know, a lot of the people. Is there a particular mm-hmm. citizen right now that you'd want to highlight? That you're like, this person's doing amazing things, or this person I'm really proud of? Anything along those lines?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some, some of the kids I mentor. Um, I'm really proud of Carl Moore. He's a basketball player. He's, he, uh, hit him and his family, uh, asked me what, what family they should adopt. For Christmas, and they, they, Carl and his little brother went over and get got them gifts and 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 helped them celebrate Christmas. And Carl graduates this year, so I'm excited and sad because he was my he was my rock for my mentor you know, mentoring the kids. So I always can bless. Like, hey, Carl, what should we do? And he will basically tell tell them what I already want to, what, want to say. So. Oh, cool. and, and, and then Jeremiah, Jeremiah Williams, he's also a great kid, an artist. We did art with cops because of him. Is uh, sometimes in the, in the black community, sometimes we forget kids who are more art, artistic, you know, like, like painting and drawing. And I wanted to support him because I know I had a little brother who I probably didn't support in high school. When he was drawing, because I was more big into athletics. So I, I got to do a, a restart and support Jeremiah with something called Art with Cops. Myself and Shanette Hall, we, d- we did uh, drawings with him. My drawings were horrible, but <laughs> Jeremiah's drawings were good. <laughs> I had my little brother help out. His drawings were good, too. So
0: Oh, very cool. I so love the- that. Well, good. So, so, and and now you'll do, you'll have more mentors that'll come along. Right? Yeah, you'll be definitely. mentoring as you know. So, because
1: both of them graduate this year? Is
0: then they will eventually go mentor.
1: Yeah, and that's what
0: they've seen the value in definitely.
1: it. Definitely, because I remember a kid one of my boxers. He was like this: "I'm gonna win a championship and I'm gonna buy you a Cadillac." <laughs> and I said, like, "Well, you don't have to do that. Uh, just just mentor another kid for me uh, oh, because." I love it. You know, that that's, that's lasting wealth, you know, mentoring right. and, 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 and bringing others along. Yeah, definitely.
0: Very cool. So now I got a question I ask everybody. I, this is my, because, you know, we're all about kindness and uh, you have definitely displayed over the years the kindness that you give to your community. Tell me about a recent act of kindness that you either witnessed or that you gave or received.
1: Well, that's that's a, that's a great question um so on my facebook I, a lot of times I, I i donate those uh those gift cards those 25 dollars gift cards and um people have been just donating a lot of gift cards to me uh my my auntie gave me over two thousand dollars worth of gift cards with the falcon soccer team and that stuff poses to make me happy but i actually get real awkward i'm like oh my why did you guys do this for me but uh, yeah, I got to give out two thousand dollars worth of gift cards, and now I see people on Facebook doing the same things that I'm doing, and that that's spreading across. And uh, wow. and it's very meaningful because you see, because sometimes I'm working secondary at a Snooks and I see someone that leaving because they didn't have enough money for their groceries, and I can give them a couple gift cards to to make that. A, because that's the kind of embarrassing time. Because my mom went through that. You know, you had to, you had to, you had to check out line and then come oh, to find out yes. that you did the math wrong. You know, right. <laughs> and so you know you got to put some stuff stuff yeah. away and everybody's behind you watching. Oh, yeah. So uh, me being able to bless that person, and, and it's kind of selfish because I'm thinking of that my mom, back when when she was in that moment, and uh, so I'm I'm able to bless. A
0: person that's like my mom. Very cool. Well, Brandon, thank you. I mean, thank, thank you me. for everything that you're doing. I I, I I, hope that, I mean, this has been great information. I've, I've learned a lot. I'm going to be a better citizen, which is awesome. <laughs> and everybody awesome. out there, you guys can be better citizens too. You know what to do now. Um, but I think at the same time, it's, it's important to note that, you know, not all police officers are out there to to hurt us sure. um, and there have been police officers that have hurt. We, we mm-hmm. acknowledge that we're not, you know, sure. sugarcoating a damn thing here, but at the same time, let's not prejudge. Right. I agree. Let's not prejudge I agree. And um, and be good citizens. And, you know, let's help the the police officers out there that are, that are doing good for our communities. I Thank agree. you for being a police officer doing good for our community.
1: Th- thanks, Mish for, for inviting me. And uh, I'm a fan now. I'm, I'm going to be keeping up with you on iTunes.
0: So. All right. Well, me too. I'll be keeping up with you. So I love it. Thank you. So thank you, Carolyn Rup- Rupich for uh introducing yeah. us. Carolyn That's... is part of our hundredth monkey team and she's so. like, Oh my gosh, you've got to talk to him. He's such a great guy. He does. Yeah. And I was like looking through your Facebook feed. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love and adore him. <laughs> I can't wait to have him on. So thank
1: you. Yeah, she's my neighbor. And I always, Honk the horn at her at her kids. They're always waving at me. And you know.
0: that's they're a great kids, a yeah. family yeah, they She are. said the same about you. Sweet family. Yeah. Well, you've got a daughter, you know, entertaining yeah. you even when it's not <laughs> time. You know,
1: makes it <laughs> easy. <laughs>
0: well, thank you, Brandon, so much for being a guest and everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash podcast. We love and adore you. Keep warm if you're in a cold area and keep listening to Mishmash. Thank you.